Cody, what you doing here? What you got going on? Uh, this is the stack down playset. I was just putting the finishing touches on it. That doesn't go there. Why not? Pretty cool, huh? We never had anything like this it's as kids. Really cool, man. And I was more into catching butterflies and, well, ripping their wings off and gluing them to my pet hamster, Gertie. Throwing it out the window to see if it could fly. And it never could. What? Yeah, I know. But anyways, this is really cool. Do you mind if I help you? Uh, honestly, this is a little out of your element. What's I mean, that? I'm the builder of the family. You know, Grandpa was the plumber, Dad was the dreamer, and you're... Uh, Shh. Okay. Don't. Don't say freak. I know that's where you're going. I wasn't. <laughs> okay. You can help, for sure. That's yes. After you. <laughs> okay, what can I play with? I'm afraid I've got some bad news. What are you wanting here, man? We're building something. Hey, hey man! <laughs> Start the podcast off by dedicating it to the life, memory, and career of Viscera, aka King Mabel, aka Big Daddy V. That's right, Big Daddy. Passed away earlier this week, uh, reportedly from a heart attack. Got any favorite Mabel moments? I was a big fan, actually, of Big Daddy V when that character debuted. Although as appalling as it was to see him without a shirt on. Uh, I liked it. It was good because it was so intimidating. And then they paired him and Henry and did a tag team between the two of them. It was good. I liked that. I like the Mabel stuff. Yeah, Mabel stuff was good. I actually just went back and watched Over the Edge 99 this past week, and he was on that show um, working with the uh, Ministry of Darkness when he was still kind of in his goth viscera stage. Oh, okay, cool, That cool. was in- scary as well because he had the dark makeup and then he had the blonde mohawk and yeah anyways many characters many characters he was able to play over the years several runs that's for sure he did bounce back a bunch of times but anyways there it is this is the spanish announce table podcast scotty molino joined as always by brando well not always but this is what three in a row four in a row now three three in a row he's pretty much part of the crew absolutely engineer brando (laughs) how you doing boys how was your week uh fairly good can't complain about anything. What yeah. about you guys? That was good. I'm tired. I'm still on Sochi time, so. Yeah. But not for long. The Olympics are almost <laughs> They're over. They're almost over. Yeah. Uh, today was a great day for us Canadians. Proud to be a Canadian today. Yeah. Sorry to any American listeners. Yeah, I'm not. I know we have a bunch. I'm not. Screw you guys. Canada. Send hate mail to at the Diesel Barris. <laughs> No, it was it was a solid hockey game. I enjoyed watching it. It was a one nothing. You can't really complain about something like that. Well, and for a one nothing game, it was entertaining. It oh, wasn't just like ah, uh, wasn't a snooze fest. Yeah, so that was a good day today. Also today, recently announced within the past two hours, they've made a script for Space Jam Two. No. Yes. With no. Starring LeBron James. Fuck this. What? Fuck, Fuck this. Off. What do you mean? You're no. not going to do MJ again. Why? Charles Barkley. That's oh even my worse. God. No, fuck you. He was in the first one. Put Shaq in it. 
You, that, that's how really you bad. need okay. Shaq first would of all, be good actually. First, first of all, first of all, I don't really know if this is a good idea. This is going to be a home run or an absolute yeah, flop. There is no room for in between. Second of all, uh, I think if you're going to do it, um, LeBron we, is not even. He's not a PG guy. No, I'm saying that Le, there's no one else other than LeBron. Oh, never mind. I'm movie. fucking wrong. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't like, know who, who else. Who else do you do? Like he, you have like Derrick Rose, like. And the, I think LeBron. Acting wise is the best choice as well. I've never obviously he's never done anything before, Dwayne but I Wade. feel like no, no, he would be Blake Griffin, Blake, Space Jam two with Blake Griffin. He's, he's not yeah appealing to the eye though. He's weird to look at because it's a salt and pepper know. thing, right? Oh man, um, not that I'm not saying global, there's anything wrong with his that. His global footprint, Dirk LeBron's, LeBron's global footprint is is bigger than anyone in the NBA. Yeah, so. that's gonna pull in people. I, I, honestly, I don't care. I'm gonna watch this movie either way, and I really hope that it doesn't flop. He's he's the one doesn't hold up in like that's bullshit. What that is bullshit. I love that movie. (laughs) Let's watch it as a group and let's see if it holds up, guys. Did you know I can't? And uh, so would someone have to fact check this? But I heard that the Space Jam movie posters are worth like a ton of money right now. Really? Yeah, because there just weren't enough of them made, and and they never made any more after. And and people who have them like like collectors want them and a bunch of shit. Crazy collectors. I believe it. Yeah, Fuck, I would like a framed Space Jam. I mean, I just talk shit about the movie, but there's some good moments. Man. I still it just have takes my, a while to get into it. I still have my VHS copy. I still have my VHS. And it came with like this golden coin, like a little holographic. Yeah, coin, I still right? have yeah, that, I too. that too. They and must uh, somewhere in my parents' house. They must have re-released that on DVD by now. Oh, right? yeah. I would yeah. assume. Yeah. yeah, I've got a DVD copy. I got my brother one for Christmas. What a great movie. I'm watching that tonight. Movie. Yeah, deciding right now. I'm watching Space Jam if I had tonight. A DVD of it. I would. I watch on, it whenever I see it on it's TV. It's on the flicks, bud. Is it? Oh yeah. Oh, Get her done. I'm watch that tonight too. Then. Yep. Good. So yeah, that's the highlight of my week is Space Jam Two. Not for sure. They've made a script oh. and submitted it. So. If, you, if that's your guys' night, that's fun. Please have booze with it and tell me if it holds up. Because last time I tried to watch it with booze, didn't hold up. It will hold up just fine. But I'm watching Final Fantasy Thirteen Three. I didn't even see anything from two, so oh. I'm going to be very lost, and it takes place 500 years later, so I'm just going to be like, what? Well, it's 500 years later. You probably don't need to know what happened. I thought those were only video games. Me too. I did. I was going to say that. Well, <laughs> it is a video game, but I'm not playing it, so it's going to be a movie for me. Oh, oh okay, you're watching okay. the video. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm watching I'm going to watch yeah. someone play it. Okay. That's good. That's I think fine. that came out like this week. Okay. Here's the thing for you. Yeah. You're, you're a Twitch guy, right? Yeah. You, Twitch you sucks right now. Okay. You can hype your, hype your Twitch thing right oh, now. If you uh, want. I play video games at twitch.tv backslash G1 hypercombo64. Okay. What is this Pokemon thing? Oh, Twitch plays Pokemon? Okay. okay what is it? Because I see it everywhere the and fucking, I don't know what it is. It's the worst thing in the world, but it's super viral. It's, it's this thing where everyone in the chat can control. The guy has somehow modded Pokemon Red. Okay. The Game Boy, like original game. Yeah. To. Whatever the chat says, the game responds to it. Whoa. So it got nuts to the point of um, he had to come up with two different systems. So there's anarchy and democracy. So the chat has to vote upon which system they're going to go with. Okay. From there, if it goes anarchy, every one thing someone puts in the chat, like left, right, up, down, the game just responds sporadically. Nothing can get done. That like, there's times where fun. I've watched it. So there's going to be trolls on there that are yeah. just doing that. Oh, yeah, there's tons of trolls. Okay. But, so there's sometimes where you watch it and, like, Red is just sitting there and he's struggling to move along a path. You're like, what are you doing, buddy? And then, like, but they are in democracy, it just becomes a vote. So it's like, 
what should we do? And then it's like left, right, pick up stuff, right? So then they just vote upon it, and then it takes about a minute to generate like the poll response. Okay. And then it does it that, and it is super viral. They're almost done though, so like it is fucking Twitch right the fuck up. See, because the way I understood it, I thought it was like anyone could download this mod and then play like online, sort of like an online red version. Yeah. Where you could actually meet other human other. trainers along the oh, path, no, sort of no. thing. And I thought that, yeah. Still pretty cool idea, though. It's too oh, bad that yeah. it got shitty like it did. But Oh, it's, it's a super cool thing. It's kind of like a social experiment, more or less, right? Yeah. Somehow, they're, like, they have high, like, decent-level Pokemon right now. And have, like, they've, last time I saw, they had beaten Giovanni from Team Rocket. So they're, like, moving they're along close. the game. Okay. Yeah. So. Good. But, yeah. Urban Phenomenon, it's kind of shitty because it's making all of Twitch's chat servers just ass. Everything is booty. Everything's booty. Did you have your hand up for something? Nope. I was moving oh. my mic around. <laughs> I thought you were, thought you were like, ah. I have a question. Right, let's get into raw. Yes. <laughs> From live from Denver, Colorado, in the Pepsi Center. Oh, nice. I, I can. Pe- I bought Pepsi specifically for this. Did you actually? Yeah, I did. Well, On played. Monday night when they were like, Pepsi Center, I was like, I got to get I'm some Pepsi. I'm buying it. I bought a liter. Is yeah, it, that's a large is, bottle. That's a large, that's a lot of soda. Yeah. As soon as they have an event at the Tim Horton Center, I am set. <laughs> oh, you're rolling that oh, up yeah, live. It's roll you're up doing really, that live. Oh, it's roll up the yeah, end, of the, end yeah. of the show. When you end finish your coffee, yeah. yeah. End of the show. Two chances this year. What? Unbelievable. What There's two rolls on that bad boy. No shit. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know it's that. It's all over TV. Watch and radio. both say, please I, again. If it wasn't oh, an Olympic commercial, then I didn't see it. So That's true. I guess they didn't get the bid in. Yeah. The Olympic commercials are trash. As soon as they're live from the water center, I'm set. Good. Good. Still doing that goddamn fitness bullshit. That is bullshit. I lost seven pounds, boys. Seven pounds, though, man. That's a small. That's a baby child. It is. That is like a newborn. Just had a baby. Yeah. (laughs) That's why my stomach was so big. There's the baby in there. (laughs) All right, Denver Pepsi Center. We open with John Cena. He talks about the Elimination Chamber Championship match and says the winner will face Batista at WrestleMania. 30. Cena says the only person who, is no, who has no momentum is Randy Orton, who he calls a baby. <laughs> Good shot. Uh, then Cesaro interrupts him, which I popped for because I was like, oh. Well, originally, it's not even Cesaro. It's Zeb. And then hands right. the mic over to Cesaro. And that was the moment where I'm standing on my couch. Yeah. When, when the music hit, though, I was like, that's interesting that he comes out of all people. first. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think that they were going to bring them all out like they did. Yeah, uh, but even after knowing that they did bring them all out, that he came out first. He's the one to interrupt Cena. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, he comes out. Yeah, with Zeb Coulter says he will become the new face, not just of WWE but of America, because their hockey team sure as hell isn't. <laughs> I want to work in a bunch of those today. Uh, Cena calls him to the ring, congratulates him for beating Orton on SmackDown, but that only means Randy is on a losing streak. He tells him not to get too confident because he has never been in the chamber. And then Sheamus comes out, says uh, with a very, like, people don't care about this guy right now. Mm-mm. He's cold, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he comes out and people are just like, oh, Yeah, like, there's not even a pop when his music hits, right? Like, it's just like, okay. Yeah. I, I think they need to do something with his character. I don't, I don't know even if a heel turn is enough. Because what is he? We, what's his gimmick? 
brawler? He's an Irish guy that bullies people. Okay. That's Who did good. he ever bully? Before he got uh, the thing with Mark Henry. Oh. When Henry was working as a heel and he was working as a face, he was more of a dick than Henry was. James is always kind of a dick. That's he why was, he, he should be a Sandow. He was kind of a dick to Sandow. Yeah, he actually yeah, Sandow. that's he was right. Really mean to Sandow. Poor Sandow. Mm. It's just the children. The children we'll just laugh there. with Seamus. He showed up this week, didn't he? Did. What do you mean? Uh, Seamus comes out, says he never wanted to be the face of the company, but he will kick both of their faces in after he gets through with Randy Orton tonight. Christian comes out, says he'll plant Seamus with the kill switch on Sunday. That's pretty much all Christian got to say. He didn't get a lot, <laughs> didn't get a lot of time, which is unfortunate. Uh, Orton then comes out. Thanks the authority for giving him the match on Sunday. He says he underestimated Cesaro on SmackDown, that Cena cannot beat him when it counts, and that he dominates Christian, which is not untrue because he mm-hmm. is the only person that he beat. He made some good points. He did. This all made sense. Uh, he says Seamus bro kick will get him nowhere. Uh, we'll get nowhere near him tonight. Then Daniel Bryan comes out, says the chamber match leads to WrestleMania. Daniel said, Bryan and his new T-shirt come out. That's right. What do you think of this new T-shirt? Oh, it's amazing. Like they're trying to play off like an Obey. Obey. Logo. Kinda... But if you buy the shirt on the website, you get a sticker because they're trying to do like the Yes movement as like a more viral right. campaign thing. Yeah. So if you buy the new shirts because he has two new ones out, you get a sticker. Okay. Have you seen his new hat on WWE.com? No. It's like a kind of thing. Ooh. It it has a beard on it. Does it look oh. nice? It's not bad. Let's see if you can find it on shop.com there while we take care of this. Yes, uh, he says on Sunday an entire arena of people will be chanting yes. And then Kane comes out, says the authority has put him in charge tonight, uh, which would lead me to think that the authority isn't there, but... Triple why H they was be there, there on the go home show. No, but yeah, no. Triple H was there. That's why, why I don't get why Kane is he in charge, charge on the go home show. Makes no sense. Uh, he says he, he, authorities put him in charge tonight, and because Orton is competing, the rest of them will as well. Cesaro will face Cena, to which I was instantly like, oh, okay, because we've never really seen that yeah. before. Uh, Brian will face Christian right now with Kane at ringside, and then Christian attacks Brian. From behind, thus completing his two-second heel turn, as we were just discussing before we started recording. He turned heel in a matter of two seconds. Oh, fucking shit. They're selling Hulk Hogan merch on the WWE shop now. That was the Fuck. other That was the other big announcement God today. fucking damn it. Where do you see that? The fucking front page. Go. Oh, it's go a little slider screen, I see. Brother, <laughs> run wild run with the brother. Hulkster. On, hang on now. It doesn't say he's got merch. Oh, yeah. Get the get gear. The gear. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hulk merch they've always had. They so still yellow punk sunglasses. Up there? Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, right. Dead center actually on the page right now. Interesting. In between oh. Brian and Orton. Interesting. Didn't Vince make comments about Punk this week? Yeah, uh, yeah sabbatical. He's a yeah, sabbatical. Yeah. But didn't he say Punk was on a sabbatical? Didn't he specifically say the word was? Yeah, because you can't say he lost his smile in the year 2014. Yeah, but wouldn't you say he is on sabbatical if he hasn't come back to the company? He, Vince is old and he can't talk, man. I yeah, uh, I, I didn't. Know. I don't remember I don't the. Know. I don't remember the verbiage enough. But I don't know. What am I looking up again? Man? No, I'm good. Still pretty interesting. I like we might how, see him before we get into this uh, first match. I like how uh, Cena didn't say anything about Cesaro's nipples. It was serious <laughs> promo. Like no, he yeah, didn't say anything to like knock him down though. Yeah. In terms of like. 
uh, taking him as not a serious competitor. Which is good. And I'm sure that that was probably a point that was made by creative to Cena. Being like, hey, we're trying to get this guy over, so maybe don't like knock him down with nipple talk. Because he does that big. Well, They're... he's got large areolas. Mm. How big are yours? Well, mine are big, but <laughs> I'm big. My mine are not nearly as big as for a man. His oh, a Cesaro shirt right there. Look at that. Uh, for, but he's I don't know. I and I originally made my point about his large areolas to Brando and Andy, and Andy didn't even know what areolas were. This Daniel Bryan hat, the beard is just on the bill of the cap, eh? Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't actually go where your beard no. would go. I thought it was like hanging below. No, no, no. It's on the actual hat. Yeah. I yeah, thought it, I I thought it would hang it. below so it would look like you were wearing a beard. It just looks like a funny, it kind of more like, looks more like hair than, uh, yeah. than a beard. It's mm. weird, though. It is weird. Good for them. I don't it's, know. It's, 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 it's got like some wookie fur along the beak. The obey thing, though. The yes, I'd, I'd think yes about buying shirts. that one. Yeah, those those shirts look really, really sick. I yeah. still like the uh, the goat with the beard one better. Uh, the cartoon one? Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of that one. If I was going to get one, I'd get that one. Well, at least we could all it, get different ones. People who are not wrestling fans would look at that and just be like, that's a funny shirt. Like, that's the kind of wrestling shirt yeah. I want. Like, I want a wrestling shirt that if you even if you don't follow wrestling, you're like, that's a neat shirt. That's kind I've of- always <laughs> been that way because then I don't have to deal with people coming out to me and being like, you're wearing a wrestling shirt. That's fake. You know that? <laughs> Whereas if it's kind of like you get that a wrestling your shirt. Chris Jericho shirt that you're currently wearing? No. Because no it says... Uh, Chris Jericho transcends wrestling. It says something on the back that's like similar to the Vegas saying. I forget what it even says on the back of the shirt. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember either. Anyways, it. it's very similar to a Vegas thing. Uh, we go into Brian taking on Christian. Boys. Please. What do you think of Christian starting with like a sucker punch off a cane distraction? With this uh, instant "quote unquote" heel turn, so you're going against he Brian. got heat. Well, I, ca- I, I bought Brian. it. I bought it. Like it, I he also a... got heat because it was Brian. I think. Yeah. More and than anything, punching Brian is a bad move. But that's a good way to start your heel turn. Yeah. I'm just afraid that they're going to do this, and then after the chamber, he's going to come back and just be a face again, and just kind of get lost. And he's going to come back for one more match. I was I was honestly thinking about that with Cesaro just yesterday, and I was like. It just kind of hit me. I was like, "Man, what if what if they're pushing him to make him like a viable threat?" Yeah. In the elimination chamber, and then just after he just goes right back down, right down. Like he takes yeah. out someone at the chamber, like someone big. Uh, no, I'm I'm saying like, what if they're building him up to be like great? Because oh, yeah. just then, for the sole purpose of making everyone in the chamber look strong. And then as soon as they're past the chamber, he's back enough. down to mid card. Yeah. It makes the chamber more believable. Yeah. The sense exactly. That not yeah. Like, All right. I just Five really, six, I think, could win this. I just really, really want his push to be real. So, uh, this is a it. really super physical <laughs> match. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> that was a the little botchy. So that was a super physical match there between uh, Christian and and Brian. Jesus, I'm botching that like crazy. Um, do you think that Christian is more viable in the sense that Brian is small and can work almost any spot that Christian wants to do? Like, there's nothing in here. Of both guys' arsenal that they can't do, uh, in the sense yeah. that like uh, you saw Christian go for straight up vertical suplexes that he doesn't go wouldn't do against uh, a Sheamus per se. Okay, um, they're both like the same body type and weight, like where they could do more 
Ring of Honor style match. Like that's that's blatantly what I'm trying to get at. It's like doing more actual wrestling than just certain spots. More, like yeah, it's more athletic technical. because it's not like oh, big guy bounce off the ropes, yeah. big boot, clothesline. Right? It's a little more innovative that way. And I mean, uh, there's one sick spot where uh, Brian goes to do the suicide dive and Christian's on the outside and he just stops him by doing like his signature slap and like oh, Brian sells it so well because he goes. And he like yeah. actually he like got like caught it in the throat pretty much. Uh, Christian worked the arm and shoulder the whole freaking match. Uh, do you think that's like part of as well as on SmackDown tonight? Um, they're really like harping like oh Brian's shoulder might be uh, be injured going into the chamber kind of thing. Yeah, I think uh, I think all heels kind of do that to an extent. But yeah, I think yeah, target a body part. Yeah, they're all this one and the next one which we'll get into were. These two matches were totally about making Brian look super, super weak going into the chamber. And I think that's smart because you don't want to have him just lose cold. Cold, like, yeah. You want him to, and he'll probably show up to the chamber with the shoulder still taped yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. And that'll be something that finally he gets on. beat because he can't, like his yeah. shoulder's banged up or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Opposed from like them being like, Daniel Bryan's cleaning house. Every show ends with a yes chant, right? Kind of thing. And then it's like, well, he's got to win at the pay-per-view. And it's easy for them to start the program with Triple H where somehow Triple H gets involved and hits his shoulder with a sledgehammer or something, right? Yeah. And then he gets pinned by Orton or something along those lines. I actually think I want to see more matches between Christian and Brian. Like if it was a, a small program, it was, it I was think you'd decent. get more entertaining matches than uh, ones that you're like, oh, that was a throwaway kind of thing. Christian, honestly, is one of the most underrated guys that they have on that roster. I mean, yeah, he's old. He looked really primo this yeah. week on Raw. Back when uh, him and Del Rio were doing a feud, yeah. so those were some unbelievable matches. Like, just technically. like I agree. There's no story there, and the program was kind of shitty, but but the, the actual wrestling like was really good. Kind yeah. of thing. Something really weird happened here during this match where they, uh, I think they brought us back from commercial onto the WWE app footage yeah. on TV. Because Michael Cole throws it. He says, and now we go back to WWE Raw on the USA Network. Yeah. And then they cut to black for like 10, 15 seconds, and then they come back. So something didn't match up with the Canadian feed. I don't know if which way you watched it and uh, if that happened. I, I didn't get that at all on my, yeah, it was my very crazy strange. UK feed. Because I'm sitting there going like, what, what? we're watching Raw. Why are you throwing it to Raw? And then all of a sudden <laughs> it hit me. I was like, I bet you that's the app feed. So they must have had some wires crossed yeah. or however that TV bullshit works. Hey, was Brando. Uh yeah, just just, just <laughs> unplug something and plug it back into yeah, something just else. Literally and just unplug it's, two it's things. It's one big cable. It's gonna go. One big cable does everything. Uh, Brian defeats Christian when he counters a kill switch. Shocking. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the kill switch didn't work. <laughs> into a pinfall. Brando has this thing about the kill switch being the least. What are you? Uh, what it's the, the least, least successful move yeah. I finisher in the WWE right now. I think it well of all time probably probably of all time. Because how much tries it reverse? Yeah. yeah. Didn't you say he tried it like three or four times in this match? Uh, I don't know about if it was it. this one, but he's done matches where yeah. he's tried it three or four times, and, and that that'll happen several times throughout his career. Yeah. So if we were to stack those up right. and actually do the math, I'm yeah. sure it's is the it's, least successful. Well, because the thing is, is even when he wins, he's always winning with roll ups. Like like crazy the variations of roll ups, yeah. Christian with a schoolboy. Yeah, that's true. As I soon as he no starts, complaints. as soon as he starts turning him around, I'm like, oh, good luck with this, and then yeah. they put push him away. And... Yeah, it's as soon as he's got him like <laughs> three fourths of the way took, uh, like turned around, and you see the other guy just like get the push or like change into like a neck breaker. 
Yeah. But I didn't have any complaints with this finish or any complaints from this match. No, it, it was, was good. It was good. It wasn't the match of the night. We'll get into that. But uh, Official time was 11-11 on that some bitch. Yeah, and that's, I mean, you give Brian as much time as he needs, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what the people want. Uh, then Kane, who was still ringside, gets on the microphone, congratulates Brian, and informs him that he neglected to mention that he has another opponent tonight himself, Kane. Uh, Kane assaults Brian, and the match soon officially begins. He wrenches his arm against the ring post, uh, refuses to break the count, gets disqualified, gets on the microphone and goes, I know, I'm disqualified, which yeah. is Strange. I'm disqualified. I, no. like, I, I liked it. Why, though? Sassy. And what happened? Like, okay, he gets suspended for a week. Dude, fuck the authority, for, man. For they touching people, shit. and then he puts himself into a match. I, I don't know. I'm not following this storyline so far. Is it is it safe to say that this was the big blow-off match for Kane and Daniel Bryan? Uh, maybe. Like, but honestly, when are they, what now? When are they exactly. ever going to wrestle? Unless you just use that as the build-up to Triple H with Kane being Triple H's guy and they keep wrestling every week on Raw somehow. I guess, yeah, I guess if you want to squeeze in a couple more matches on TV. but Because you're not going to give away... like. It, Triple H is only going to wrestle at pay-per-views, right? He's not going right. to do anything in ring. So, yeah, so you, yeah. Have to, okay. you have to give them something in between. Yeah. But you can't do that every week either. So right. I don't know if they might do some sort of cage match or gimmick match. Maybe that that's the final payoff. Right, yeah. And maybe Brian yeah, somehow flips that. him, brings him back into the monster somehow, or turns him against the Gives authority him somehow. so much color that he turns into the big red machine. That'll be a great moment if and when it ever happens is when Kane puts the mask back on. Yeah, I agree. I feel um, like you said that in like 2005 as well. <laughs> I don't know. I was watching wrestling back then. I you, said you it. were watching when he unmasked the first time. Uh, yeah, I was watching when he unmasked. I wasn't watching when he remasked. I don't think I've ever been as excited for any segment than that segment. The unmasking, yeah, with RVD and Kane, yeah. yeah. Oh man, Whoa. I remember watching it with my buddies in my basement. Yeah, and he takes the mask off, and I'm like, he's gonna turn around. It's gonna be somebody else, and he turns around. I'm like. That's just some ugly dude. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. I still remember it like exactly where I was, where I was sitting. Like it's, I won't forget that one. Guaranteed. I remember he had like the like scorch marks on his face, like around his eyes and everything. I was like, oh. I still have it on VHS because we recorded it on our VCR. Man, those were the days. I know. You know what I have on my VHS? Uh, The tenth, the decade show of Raw, like the award show. Nice. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That is good. You do you know where it is? Uh, it's in a box somewhere at home. But uh, that would be pretty sweet to watch. Actually. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was really cool. The best part about going back and watching those recordings is the commercials too, because the commercials are just as funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's old like, '90s commercials are the you're fucking. You sit there shit. and you're like, ah, I remember this stuff, right? Yeah, trouble. I remember trouble uh, commercials on that VHS. Trouble. Yeah. Yeah. VHS is a common theme on this week's show. That's right. Um. Yeah, we go backstage. Renee Young is with The Shield. Uh, asks about Roman Reigns' match up with Mark Henry later in the night. Dean Ambrose says he's surprised Henry is showing up after the beating he gave him last week. And Rain asks, Reigns asks him what he's talking about because he lost to the world's strongest man. Ambrose says he softened him up for Reigns. And then Renee asks if they need to get on the same page and if Seth Rollins... Oh, and then Seth Rollins says they are bred for war. Ambrose says the Wyatt family is an illusion, and Rain says they don't back down. As soon as I saw the shield come on screen with Renee, I was waiting for Reigns to call her baby girl. 
And he didn't. He did. Rollins did this time. Yeah, Rollins did something. Again, Rollins yeah. called her baby yeah. girl. Was it baby girl? That wasn't girl? baby girl. Was I don't think it He did call her something. You're yeah. right. And I forgot to write it down. I thought he said baby yeah. girl directly in my notes. I don't okay. think so. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I feel like, They're yeah. all taking turns. Did you like how Ambrose tried to steal the interview? Yeah. They're doing a really good job of the teasing tension? this yeah. split. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. It's a good buildup. I think uh, I, 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 these notes come up more as the show goes on, but I think Ray, or, uh, Rollins is going to be the guy to uh, to do something. I think they're just swerving us. They're building up this that whole Rollins thing. Rollins is going to be the guy. You know what? Yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. The only guys you ever do is fight. Yeah, he's gonna I be can a, see it. I think he's going to be the one who defects to the Wyatts, or at least like causes that the Shield that match. Hmm. That's we'll interesting. We'll get into predictions later. I like that, though. It's not bad. But I, that's a good theory. Uh, Fandango with Summer Ray. Taking on Santino Morella with Emma. You guys have any anything on this match, or should I just get to the finish? It looked like a couple more people are getting in on the Emma dance. I actually got in on Emma this week. Yeah, buddy, yeah. you get one of those. I'm all about Emma. Yeah, it's getting there. It, it's it is. It's, it's a slow process. And you know what? If you guys watch uh, this week's SmackDown, she uh, they literally redid a dance battle that they did in NXT like six months ago. Yeah. With like some comedy bits. And they just completely recreated it between Emma and Summer Rae. So it's a good feud. I mean, it gets Summer Rae TV time. It gets Emma TV time. Uh, Emma debuts because of it. So no complaints. I, I just like the, the – I'm very excited for what they do with the whole Santino-Emma love thing because I think – Oh, yeah. There is almost nothing on Raw right now that is actually funny, and I think that could actually be funny. The yeah, whole so cartoon, like the, bubbly, like the awkward bubbly. Yeah, yeah. They're like closing your eyes and like making your lips really big to kiss, and and uh, the thing where you, they're like awkward. dizzy, and then they see each other, and you just see them falling in love. I was like, this is gonna be hilarious. This, is, this yeah, entire cute. thing it's is fun. gonna be funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also they... like that they played an uh, NXT highlight reel for Emma, like where they showed yeah. her in ring stuff. Me too. Showed, like, I don't know why they didn't do this the first week they brought her on. Because like, show her moves. Yeah, because when I watched that, I was like, okay, I get it now a little bit, like way more than I did before. Anyway. Yeah, like there's she has so many cool moves, like the dilemma, Emma splash, the Emma lock. Like the dilemma is a great name. The it dilemma is, is like it's pretty much a tarantula yeah oh, oh that's illegal you can't finish someone with that yeah but you can still do it mid-match me and Warren were just talking about how Rikishi didn't have a goddamn legal finisher in his hole Tajiri yeah or, uh, yeah Rikishi, yeah. Rikishi. Rikishi yeah. well Rikishi was right up there but <laughs> well his move did get <laughs> yeah, banned they took away his move too yeah. but uh so we did have the spot during this match where Santino's on the outside and as you guys are talking about they hinted at a relationship where Santino closed his eyes and puckered up and uh, Fandango hits him with a baseball slide, which was perfectly timed. That was. Yep, it was well done. Um, and then there's more flirting, and Fandango catches him off guard and pins him. So Fandango's uh, he, won twice now against Santino, I believe. He hits him with like some sit-out front suplex thing. Is that a new finisher, or does he, has he done that before? He's done it before, but he's kind of bounced back and forth with using it and not using it. Yeah. Because I'm think, just used to him doing the leg drop. but Yeah, originally they had him as with both, with the leg drop and that one. Yeah. And then he stopped doing that one, and then he stopped doing the leg drop, but now he's back to doing the leg drop. So. I didn't think that was going to be a three count. I just remember thinking, like, oh, is that a finishing move? Like, like, <laughs> I like, like a, the Fandango leg drop. He gets some good air. He yeah, does. But, he's going to kill himself. Yeah. Hey, man, that debuted on original Sapod, which the original Sapod splitter is on my phone for some reason. The um, I'll play it right now. Do it. Just keep talking through this. But uh, do you guys see the big jobber sign? It was perfectly placed for Santino and Fandango. <laughs> like, there's a well, guy in the but curtain. no one was really jo- – yeah, I guess those were both oh, jobbers. I did see that. But, yeah. 
I yeah, mean, that's, that's true. an easy sign to bring now, I think, is just while, a blatant uh, jobber sign. While Scotty's looking that up, there was a lot of good uh, Team Canada versus Team USA wrestling-related memes going around on Twitter. or pictures. What's that? Yeah, like after... Um, I don't know. You guys might know who this is anyway, but it looked like a luchador. It might have just been Rey Mysterio, but he was wearing like red, white, and blue and like stripes and everything. And he was in a sharpshooter from Bret Hart. And it was just (laughs) uh, no words. Just that started going up all over Twitter when Canada beat the USA. You know who I bet you it was? It might have been Owen because Owen worked a gimmick. Ah, crap. What was it called? Like the American Gladiator or something like that? Blue Blazer. Blue Blazer. That's what it was. And he had a luchador blue kind of mask. That's actually what he was working. He could very well had a Canadian mask as well in like Stampede Wrestling. That's actually a gimmick that he was working when he did the vintage uh, sapphire here. The tumble originally as well. Wrestling fans, check out NR92's only all wrestling talk show, The Spanish Announce Table, Thursdays from nine to eleven p.m. I think I was in the studio when you made that. (laughs) We have a T. We have the same time slot as TNA. Yeah, yeah, and probably just as many, just as many. Viewers. More than likely. More than the likely. The Thursday Night War. We go backstage with Renee Young again. He's uh, all over the arena she today. She had a bunch of stuff. This... I could count it how many appearances. I have no problem with that, though. No, get her as much she TV time as possible. Gorgeous. This is the kind of promo I want from Mark Henry. Yeah. yeah how did you think you fared against Dean Ambrose? How did I fare? Like, I'm not very good at being. I don't black, think you need but... to be. <laughs> yeah, because I'm tiny and white. <laughs> Uh, he says he should have won the United States Championship from Dean Ambrose last week. He says tonight's not about titles. It's about inducting someone into the Hall of Pain. Also sporting a new t-shirt. Did you see that? Yes, I did. It's like a ticket. Oh, that, that one's not new. Induct one. Yeah, it was. It's He'd not never new. It's worn been it on, the, on TV. Okay. It's been, been on the website one? forever. Yeah, it's part it's of the fun collection. New in the sense of television. I think it's been out for almost half a year. On the, I on the don't think so. I, yeah, it, it actually has. I checked the I checked really? WWE shop every actually, day. Actually, you know what? Because when yeah, when it's, I did it, see it, it on big Monday, big boss man shirt, like yeah. a boss. It's oh, yeah. part of that collection. Because I remember when I saw it Monday, I, it kind of looked familiar. Yeah, it's part of that collection for everyone okay. having fun shirts. Cool. Because CM Punk has like a a radio station looking one. Oh yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the lightning broad- bolts. Yeah, 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 it's like his broadcast symbol. Kind Reminds of thing. me of Lost. That symbol. Gotcha. Uh, we go to Roman Reigns taking on Mark Henry. Take her away, fellas. I have minimal notes on this one, but uh, Reigns versus Henry, I think, is actually a viable match. I think I it's very it. viable. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, considering sometimes it's tough to find guys Henry can work with. Uh, so for the fact that uh, Reigns is able to um, take Henry's offense as well as get in his own offense uh, while working with the size difference is amazing. Uh that Samoan drop was nuts to butts. Straight up, I didn't even think he could do it. Yeah. Like, I popped hard for that Samoan drop. It's it not just... easy lifting that that big feller up there like that. So that was – it's clear that they're pushing him as this beast, right? Because that's why you do this. Um, and I, it's working. I'm buying into Roman Reigns, and you can tell the crowd is too because there was a chant during this match of Roman Reigns. Yeah, right? Reigns supreme. When so, uh, like when was the last time we saw Henry get squashed like this? Like he got yeah barely any offense in. That's true. Like he got annihilated. I thought the best part of this match was the little interactions between Reigns and Ambrose during the match. Like he hits uh, after he hits the Samoan drop, uh, Ambrose is kind of looking like oh wow like and then but then he goes for the pin and and Henry kicks out 
and uh, Ambrose is smirking and like, yeah, see, it's not that easy, is it? It's not that easy to beat him. Yep. Uh, Reigns hits the spear, uh, pins Henry, and Rollin Reigns. Rollin Reigns. Whoa, Rollin Reigns. I like that actually. Yep. Seth Rollins is who it's I was like trying Antonio to say. Antonio Langston. <laughs> Rollins Reigns, one person. <laughs> Antonio Langston. He comes into the ring. He's he's he looked genuinely happy that Reigns had beat him. Oh, he's so stoked. He's like selling. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And then you could they shot this well. You could see Ambrose in the back looking kind of jealous slash yeah. angry. And he then proceeds to kick the shit out of Mark Henry. Um, and the whole time, Reigns is like, what are you doing? Like, he's, like, laughing about it, but he's just kind of like, why? Uh, why is that necessary? No. The Wyatt family comes on the Titan Tron, cuts a promo. Reigns challenges them to, what did he say? Uh, bring that out here or something. Bring that smack bring out, that out here. Noise. Bring that noise. Bring that noise out here. Bring the noise. Uh, <laughs> he says. Uh, he's the only guy on the roster who could have pulled that line off, too. He says, "We funny, I was just thinking the same thing. The Wyatts come out to the ring. Uh, they did the kind of standoff sort of thing in the ring again, but the Wyatts eventually leave before any sort of touching happened, which is good. Big props to the cameraman and production team again. Like last week when they shot that really, really well, again, like you're building my hype just off your cinematography. And it's it's amazing that essentially this was the exact same thing that we saw last week, but I was still and just, just filmed as, from a couple different angles. Yeah, I was still just like, as excited about that. And I'm so glad that they uh, they didn't, Give us it early. Like, don't give it. To, don't give me it till Sunday. Don't. I agree. Right, and mm. like, I'm so glad they believe that as well. They're keeping it for Sunday. We go to Cody and Goldust playing with the stack down ah, playset. Holy, was this an awesome segment? Yeah, I, is this your segment of the night? Uh, it's yeah, probably my segment I of the night. Yeah, hard at this. <laughs> me too. And I watched Raw again when I was making my notes, <laughs> and I wa- I laughed just as hard the second time. Goldust is great. The two of them together are great. Add Wade Barrett, and it's just it's oh, yeah, too good. Yeah, I guess it's all right. If you I if you haven't it. if you haven't seen this, go watch it because it, it it's going to take you a minute of your life, and you'll probably laugh out loud a couple the, times. Uh, the WWE uploaded it to their YouTube as well. Just this segment. Good. good. So, so yeah, it's not if, hard if you, to find. If you YouTube something like what is it called the the stack down right yeah, WWE stack, stack down. Yeah. yeah. Would you guys buy that? I wouldn't buy it. It's Lego. Yeah, it's a, a w, It's yeah. a it's a cross promotion thing. Like yeah. Lego is amazing right now. They have so much stuff on lockdown, and every year it gets a little bit more with the franchises they get. And I mean WWE playsets. I love Lego. I fucking love Lego too. Yeah, it's I, if you don't I, love Lego, then fuck you. <laughs> like for like, if someone ever bought me like a Death Star Lego thing, I could build. I would be just over the moon. I had a yeah, uh, Brando. You might be an easy guy to please in the future. I had an yeah. X wing. Had an X-wing that it took me like I got it for Christmas and it took me like four weeks to build it. it took him to yeah. Easter then, to build. And then I didn't like I didn't even want to play with it because it was so awesome. Right. And my mom fucking stepped on it one day. She would. I come Wouldn't home she? and I'm just like, what? What happened? Oh, I stepped on it. You didn't fix it. No, what, <laughs> you didn't what, rebuild it. Not putting that on like some then, shelf or something. Like the pieces were missing and it was it was just ruined. Probably on her foot. It's still in her foot. Yeah. Yeah. She's got one of those three-piece <laughs> Lego blocks jammed into her foot somewhere. Stormtrooper's yeah. head just stuck in there. It's <laughs> never coming out. Uh, then we go to Jack Swagger with Zeb Coulter, who is the new number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship, as happened on SmackDown last week, I believe. This is another good SmackDown. Neither guy's got entrances. Um, it was, what was it on SmackDown? It was a fatal four-way. Fatal four-way yeah. between Kofi Kingston, Jack Swagger, Mark Henry, Rey and Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Gotcha. 
Thank you, Brandon. Yeah, between uh, the two of us, we'll get him. Yeah. So Swagger takes on Kofi. How do you feel about neither guy's getting entrance? Like, we just don't have time on Raw for it? Uh, Kofi, or, no, yeah, Biggie, uh, Biggie, oh, that was SmackDown. Biggie, Sorry, that was, yeah, um, I was spacing. I was thinking of SmackDown. There's one really, really crazy spot where uh, it's like a wheelbarrow German suplex. And I think it's just the way that he Jack Swagger catches Kofi Kingston awkwardly. Mm-hmm. So he's got him like here, so like leg and a leg. Yeah. Sorry for like podcast or audio listening. Like when Rey Mysterio like intentionally ties his legs up around the other guy, like when he jumps backwards, kind of like that. Yeah. But then, oh my God, just the velocity of uh, Swagger doing a German going backwards. Oh, he got some good torque on that. Uh, and Kofi really sold it too. Um, uh, do you guys think they're going to do, uh, do you guys think they're going to have, uh, Swagger get the title and then use that as some sort of launching point for Cesaro and, yes, and Swagger's feud? I definitely feud? think that. I do, except I, I don't see them taking see. the title off of Big E though. That's my only I problem. I do. I actually do see them taking the title off of Big E. Me too. And I think he's really stale recently. I think the only thing those mid-card titles, and I thought, and maybe the maybe it'll get better when they unify them. But right now, I think right. all those thing, all those mid card titles are, are just launching points for people. Not launching points to like, once they have them, they're going to be great wrestlers. But something to like build a feud around, like yeah, give, that's true. give people a reason to fight about something. But yeah, they're fighting over a strap. Right? Yeah, once they get that strap, it, it's crap. No, but done. at least <laughs> it, like, they don't defend it for four fucking months. Yeah. Uh, the basic finish comes when he, uh, when Swagger makes Kofi tap out with the Patriot lock. Then Langston comes out for his handicap match immediately after. Like, yeah, they kind of crossed. Yeah, like three seconds. Swagger's music played for like fucking three seconds. Yeah. And might, like, might have been timing <laughs> issues. I don't need five. And like Swagger looked genuinely frustrated. Maybe, well, maybe Biggie was just being a dick. I mean, it was supposed to be. Yo, uh, my music, <laughs> dog. Well, it was supposed to be like a, like a. A moment between the two, right? Because they have the match. Right. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was written into the script that, okay, and then interrupt them real quick. Yeah. Uh, Biggie Langston has a handicap match with two thirds of 3MB with no sight of, of Heath Slater. Hashtag, where's Heath? Yeah, that was strange. So he and, takes uh, on Jinder Mahal. Back to wearing trunks. It didn't That's help. That's right. Yeah. What? It didn't help. No. Yeah, it didn't help him. Yeah, they, they still got jobbed. Um, well, and, and not only did they get job, but this was a terrible, terrible match. This is a terrible match in a terrible segment with Zeb Coulter with a live microphone. I thought that would be a lot funnier or a lot more entertaining, and it was a pile of shit. He did a good job of getting heat, I thought, though. That's not hard, though. He did He did the simple things. He did the, yeah. uh, he could the have Super been, Bowl. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl jab heat. was the only good one. <laughs> and then he turned around and just said, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that morons or something. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that was funny. It wasn't really yeah. witty, like, but... <laughs> yeah, it's like funny because it's like old school 80s. Like, yeah, I'd almost rather just put him on commentary. Yeah, I just put him on that? commentary and he could have said way more obscene things. Yep. Uh, I, thought this, I thought the work in this match was really, really bad. I thought there was three spots oh, where they oh, just man. flat out missed what it, they were trying to it do. It was shit. It was a lackluster match. Yeah, I don't well, know if I, that's Big E or... The two other guys. There was the one spot where Drew McIntyre had a terrible jump, uh, which caused the move to look like shit. Well, there was one where he was like bellying, belly to bellying. Uh, was it Jinder? I think, and and it was supposed to be a belly to belly using Jinder to hit Drew McIntyre, but you could tell that Jinder was kind of come up way short. So uh, McIntyre like tried to like dive underneath him to make it look it like was it was really doing awkward, something because you had to watch that too. Right, you have to see. 
Yeah. Him trying like, oh, I yeah. gotta get under there. And <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not. That's, this is not gonna work unless I like dive underneath him. And then there was also one where they uh, they were trying to slam gender or one of them onto the other one and almost missed and crushed one of their heads. Yeah. yeah. That was the pretty much the finish. Actually, it was real close to the finish. Uh, the finish was two uh, big endings. Two big endings. To which I said, why wouldn't they have let him try to do both at the same time? Because I guarantee you that Biggie could do it. One guy on each shoulder, and then you just drop. Yeah, and then once he does it, he goes three ain't enough. I need five. Yeah, and then put them on top of each other and do the five count. This is kind of when bring the five counter raw. This, I want it. I this, do. I do too. This is kind of when the show started to get that go home show feel of let's just take all our guys in the pay per view and put them over in yeah. brutal matches, like which um, sucks because the stories are always really good going into go home shows, but but the matches are always trash. Big E gets on the microphone and says he hopes they make diapers in Zeb Coulter's size because on Sunday, his mouth won't be the only thing full of crap. His diaper will also be full of crap. Burn! So I guess that means that Zeb Coulter is just going to shit himself. Yep. <laughs> like, like he's just going to be standing there and just... That. <laughs> There's like, oh, he's going to straight up shit. Yeah. What if he does? What if they make this... He's going to crap! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to get that! He's Writing that down. going to puke. Yeah, we need more sound effects. I don't use any of the ones we have, so... Why do you use the Wade Barrett one during the Cody segment? Yeah. Yeah, Blando. I can't... I didn't want to to interrupt you guys. Yeah, I was talking. That's the point of sound effects. Brother. Interrupt us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a pretty shitty match, so... From there, we got a Alexander Rusev vignette. I think this is uh, the fourth or fifth one in a row. He and stopped that's, speaking English. Yeah, I think they're straight up going for a demographic and another foreigner feel. Because if Antonio Cesaro is now just Cesaro, mm-hmm. he's a real American, we're pretty much, yeah, he's from Switzerland, but we're not going to treat him as easy import character anymore. We will not Rusev. have a face that is from another country. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much good old. Except for Kofi. Isn't he billed from West Ghana or something? Yeah, he's or terrible, Jamaica though. or something. He's not face, he sucks. Well, he's a face. Well, he's a face, but he's not a face of the WWE. There's only one face. There's only one face, yeah. That's Brando's boyfriend, Randy Orton. Mm Mm-hmm. I would be, I could do a lot worse. (laughs) That's true. That Uh, that was my favorite quote from last week's show. Who'd you guys, you guys, did you date Christian? (laughs) And Brando just, no, I date Randy Orton. Straight up just goes for it. (laughs) We go to Cena taking on Antonio Cesaro. I got, I got, I got more interruptions. Yeah. Scotty might too. Renee uh, Young's third appearance on Raw? I'm going even before that. Oh, uh, what do you got? The Black History Month video package was my favorite one yet. It was Ron Simmons. Mm. Yes, Ron Simmons. All WCW footage mainly. Yeah. Yep. It was really good. Like, I on it, it was everything in there was stuff before I ever watched wrestling. And I was like, wow. Like, he was Some big good, for a while. Like, good footage. Because I used Holy. to think the peak of Ron Simmons was the APA. No. And then, sir. And then it's like, man, he's winning like titles and shit. First I didn't know black he was. World champion. I didn't know he was on the Wall of Honor in Florida State, which I thought was really good. Yeah, neat. I didn't know he was and in the like, Hall of Fame for yeah, the college, college football. football like, tons of stuff. That is cool. And then the, the, like, I was like, I know you said you were getting choked up about something. On one of the other Hall of Fame announcements, maybe this one when they were doing the Hall of Fame speech for him, I was getting choked up. I was, when he was like, "Gonna be summed up in only one word," and it comes back to him, and you think he's gonna say "damn," yeah, but yeah. he's like, "honored." And then he kind of walks like, oh. away and comes back. Yeah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and then Renee. Give me damn. Give me damn on my sound effects. That's yeah. Yeah. That's we, what, what the fuck don't we have? Well, a because Simmons I can do damn. it just as good as him. Yeah, that's true. Damn. damn. 
gonna like push my. I'm gonna push a button. It's gonna give you a little zap in the spine. I'll You'll just be like, re- oh, Brando wants it down. I'll just <laughs> just right to his brain. Yeah. I'll just take the recording of me saying "damn." Yeah, and put it in. And put it right beside his, and we'll compare it. That'd yeah. be pretty funny. Right. Uh, Renee Young's third appearance on the show: an interview with John Cena. Oh, I got the John Cena one. Damn it! <laughs> Everyone else got the cool Renee Young bits. Uh, he said, "Any new superstar who wants to achieve greatness in the WWE." And I think that's just because they're really pushing NXT as well as guys like Cesaro and like yeah. the, the newer roster guys. They're going to have to go through him. That was kind of the feel I got from this too. It was like not a shoot, but it had that real life, like, yeah, this is actually happening. Like John yeah. Cena is probably starting to see more and more people that are tangible threats to knock him off the off the mountain. And this could be seen as a slight, very slight hint at a heel turn. And that's something that people go nuts for every time they sort of are like the slightest possibility of Cena turning heel, they're like, oh, G's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it'll never happen. Like if you, when, you, when you step back and look at everything, it'll never happen. Mm-mm. It'll until, never happen. Until the day that he gets old is enough replaced. that, they, yeah, they're replacing him with the guy who goes to China and learns Mandarin yeah. and shit like that. Like He'll 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 do it. It will happen, but it, it, not for a long time because no. he's got a lot more yeah. gas in the tank. Yeah, and And for a wrestler, and for a wrestler who is not like going off like Daniel Bryan, who's going off their like in ring talent, yeah, he can go until he's God knows how old. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, as long as he doesn't get injured, and every time that he injures, he rehabs it perfectly. It seems uh, ridiculous, like rate of recovery. Yeah, right. He's g- superhuman genetic. That's an alliteration. Right yeah, there. absolutely. One thing I was going to say something. <laughs> one thing I didn't really like about this week's Raw, like Renee, she got like. Four or five TV appearances, but then after every interview she did, it was like, "All right, immediately that guy's match." That's true. The, John Cena's music started as this interview was ending. Ending, he's like, <laughs> he's like, "All right, give me good hug for good luck." And then it's All like, right. <laughs> <laughs> he took his Cena hat off, he put it on Renee Young. He was like, "See Nation out." I was waiting for that. <laughs> um, this that's kind of an old school feel though, because again, going back to watching Over the Edge ninety nine, that's exactly what they did. Is oh, that yeah. they would cut a promo, their music would hit as they're talking. For example, my favorite one okay. was uh, was Road Dog. They're interviewing him because this was the first time he was facing Billy Gunn after they had split. Okay, so they're interviewing him, and he's like, "Tell me, I forget what he says. He says, tell me how many times uh, Billy Gunn got a pin.'" And the whoever was interviewing is like. I don't know. And he grabs the mic out of his hand and goes, oh, you didn't know? And then his music goes, Dan-na-na. and he starts to walk away and he comes back. And he's like, you guys better call somebody. <laughs> and then he he walks out and just goes out of the ramp and starts doing his rap thing. And it, it was great. That's amazing. I can really appreciate young Road Dog. With his hair, man. He just looks so weird with well, the long dreadlocks, even Jeff though that's Jarrett? what I was used to. Yeah, when he was with Jeff Jarrett, too. Yeah. As a roadie. Yeah. Fuck, man. Good times. He's a good worker, though. That Great was actually memories. surprisingly good match. And then He's Billy still cut a, a pretty promo. good, pretty good worker, though, eh? Oh, yeah. Like, They're you both can, good. You can so. always tell if a guy's old and can still work. He was probably pretty decent, unless he's gold dust, in which case he is four times the worker now than he ever was back yeah. then. <laughs> Very well, this true. is like a cybernetic robot now, and he's just like, I am programmed to wrestle <laughs> I the went greatest back, matches you've ever seen. I went back and watched WrestleMania 18 not too long ago and watched a Goldust match, and uh, it was a hardcore match with... Uh, was it yeah, Bocce? Uh, it was just, he looked, yeah, he was like half the wrestler he was now. He looked kind of fat. fat yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Well, that just shows that Dustin, as a person... Uh, really got dedicated to just fitness and yeah. like a positive life and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, good for him. Yeah, is hey. the moral of this story. John Cena and Tony Cesaro. The crowd was 
hella loud for this match. Match of the night. As they should be. Match of the night. We all agree? Match of the year Uh, so far. Uh, I'm going to say TV match of the year so far. I'll agree. What do you got ahead of it? I don't know, but... I'm gonna think about it. <laughs> well, it's my match of the year so far. Right, period. right. I'm not. I'm not saying it is not mine. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying I will guarantee you that is my TV match it, of the year. Unbelievable. Yeah. Crazy match. Both guys worked really good. Selling both ways was excellent. That's true. Actually, I kind of forgot how little of the year had passed. It probably is TV match of the year. Yeah. Um, the only thing close for me would have been Brian Orton, and that wasn't as good. Yeah. It's good. No, you know what I think is a better match than this one. Orton Cesaro from SmackDown. Uh, oh, I wouldn't have seen it. You should. It's part of the. Oh, no, the you're talking about the. the yeah, yeah, I don't. Anyway. I don't think that match was better. I think the oh, match. Really? I think that match got kind of brought up because Cesaro won, which I was like, yeah, well, was it was super an pumped awesome for. Finish. But, but I thought it was good in the match too. I thought if you take, oh yeah, and that was not a bad match at at all. But I think if you just took the finish out of it, I thought this one was a little bit better. These guys got a lot more time in their yeah, match yeah, as well. Exactly. Um, and Cena. If he's comfortable with a guy, he'll do things. Uh, yes, which it's obviously he's very did. comfortable with Cesaro. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that just in when they're working out or whatever, and Cena because he's a big lifting guy, and Cesaro is just all natural, strong. I'm sure John goes, "Shit, you can lift." Like, yeah. Same thing with like why he likes Big E so much. Big E can lift. Oh, and the thing about Cesaro is that he's not huge. No, but he can. He is crazy, unbelievably strong. He no. did that one spot in this match. Where he did the superplex, which I know he's done for the a long time. The superplex? Yeah. Yes. But with a guy the size of Cena, that's extra hard. And yeah. he, like, he, he makes it look supernatural. Nailed it. Uh, so we all agree that Cesaro can run with the top dogs in the co- company. It was CM Punk being gone and Orton and um, John Cena being the top two guys who've been there the longest and yeah. have the highest rankings or whatever within the company. Cesaro can put on a 15 minute oh, match yeah. with both of them. Yeah. So that's great to see. Uh, Cena did an awesome Huff Nelson neckbreaker. Yeah, he's and been doing that for a little while now, but it's, it's like getting better, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's newish yeah. to yeah. the repertoire. It's not brand spanking. I'd say that this is the best one he's hit though. Like yeah, he's been working absolutely. at it. I thought he's done a few of those that were kind of uh, so-so in terms of their execution, but this one was really good. The crowd popped so many times when uh, any time that Cena got taken down by Cesaro, they were like, "Oh, right," because it just makes him seem legitimate. I wish he still did that. His taunt. You know, his like little like the, machine like gun turret, arms. Yeah, yeah, those. He he did uh, he did it on uh, either SmackDown. Well, he did it this week. He, he looked at the WrestleMania just... sign and he did it on the. Oh, oh it really? was after he beat Orton. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. I'll have to go back and see. that. I whip that one out every now and then myself when I, I, I sell that it. One. I'll it's just do a little, mm, mm, mm. Mm, It's great. I love it. It's good. I wish he would have done one of those in this match because the crowd was the crowd was looking for it and there was definitely um, some Cesaro section signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw it. He's got it going right now. The just uh, and you kind of touched on it already, Scotty. But for all the flack John Cena gets, my God, if you give him someone who actually knows what they're doing and can carry a match, John Cena can like hold up his yeah. end yeah. like a champ. He, you can't knock the guy. Like Cena's I know everyone talks about right? his ten moves of Dev Doom yeah. or whatever it yeah, is, five, but no. is it five? Yeah, God, I guess I five would make ten. more sense. <laughs> <laughs> ten man, fuck. I don't even have. But ten But I moves. think that only happens because, like you just said, it's based on who he's up against and the abilities of them and not only on himself. And he can only do so much because he is a big dude, Cena. Mm. I mean, he's not crazy tall, but he is jacked and there's a lot of weight on him and not a lot of guys can carry a match like Cesaro can because of how strong he is. 
And like the Hunakarana that he hit was just ridiculous. That was also probably the best one of those he's ever done. Because usually when he does that Hurricane Rana, he like slams his back on the ground and someone has to like flip over top of him. Yeah. And that's another great thing about Cesaro is that I've seen him work all these matches with El Generico and now Sami Zayn. They're still doing a program with those two in NXT right now. Is that he can sell for a little guy equally as good as a big guy. Those Hurricane Rana bumps, he'll flip like crazy and take those bumps. Whereas with a power guy, he'll still go on his back and take a big bump when he has to. Mm-hmm. He's versatile, and that's what's huge about him. He's super versatile, right? Like, um, did you guys think he would be or get the swing off? Because they nope. go for the swing twice, and every time that he's got Cena hooked, I'm like, oh! And there's the <laughs> so first time. The first time he goes, uh, Cesaro's swing gets reversed into uh, the STF. Yep. Uh, and then that gets reversed into a gut wrench powerbomb. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is so good. Because even the gut wrench powerbomb, you really, really have good. to lift the guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And he walks around with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's just a couple steps. No problem. <laughs> I just imagine him being like, all right, John, yeah. I've got you. <laughs> right? Okay, on, we're going you to are, flip in you, three. You, yeah, are, you are safe to, in my yeah. hands. <laughs> I've got you good. We're going to do it on two. Yeah. Two. Is two work for you? <laughs> Yeah, just really polite yeah. about it yeah. all. Uh, the finish of the match came when uh, Cena did... Uh, I've never seen him do this before. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's ever done it before, but he did the a somersault over Cesaro, picks Very him up. Sheamus-esque. It wasn't perfect, it, but, but the it was fact still that he enough. he was trying to do it. Exactly. It like, was enough that I was like, whoa, like yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, and then hits the AA and pins him. But still, yeah. great match. Got, My match of the year so far. Yeah, definitely match of the year yeah, so far. I'll, I'll agree I with that. I got two more highlights just to hit. Yeah. Because he did get the Cesaro swing for like 13 or 14 rotations. Yep. It was good. He, like Also, that just shows that John was comfortable. John, and he did it to Daniel Bryan recently too. And Bryan just was like, just keep going. Like, <laughs> I'm good. I'm still good. The only problem with the swing though is that for the bigger guys like Cena, he put his hands behind his head mm-hmm. and it just doesn't look Proper to me, yeah, yeah. If you're doing like, like Daniel Bryan was just like, yeah, yeah he, exactly. and Daniel yeah. Bryan was like screaming, yeah, right? Yeah. He's selling, but yeah, when guys were like well, the Miz, when the Miz did it, you see Miz be like, all right, I'm tucking my shit, so yeah. I'm safe. Yeah, um, that yeah, that kind of bugs me. I think also, oh, go ahead. Uh, Cesaro flipped out of an AA, literally, yeah, yeah landed right on his feet, and flipped then, out of it. Like that was crazy. He's yeah. quick too, nuts to butts because he does yeah. the flip and then bounces off the ropes, and he was flying. Like he's super quick, strong. He's perfect. He's, like, he's super if, versatile. If they, very, if they don't screw up this push, it's going to be huge. I think. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, the one more spot I have was what the second time he was going for the big swing, and Cena just did like a crunch, and grabbed him by the head and DDT'd him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow, that, that was, was cool. Yeah. That was, it was. And Cesaro, another guy who just plants his head. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Randy Orton backstage with Triple H, who was. Not there, supposedly. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's so awkward. It's just like, oh, or did he just show up? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It is he, just a good, you know, it's just a go-home show for the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. So. It's only okay. your second biggest pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. Debatably. Uh, Randy Orton tells Triple H he appreciates everything he and Stephanie McMahon have done for him. Triple H says he thought the pressure of the championship was getting to him. Orton says he deserved that, but he will prove himself at Elimination Chamber Orton says he's grateful for everything Triple H will do for him in the future, and he says Triple H will go back to Evolution, and that they carried Batista the whole way. Batista sneaks up behind him, uh, which was a kind of a cool spot where they did the whole like yeah. Orton turns around to look right into the eyes of Batista. 
Um, dude, Batista sneaks up behind him, calls him the ass, not the face of the WWE. <laughs> Lots of childish lines. Yeah. Like, like burn yep. sort of thing tonight with the poop. The schoolyard burns. PG. Yeah. <laughs> they can't call him like a motherfucker. <laughs> they went they eventually went back to JBL and he wouldn't even repeat the ass line. Oh, he yeah, said no, bottom so, or something. Yeah, no, yeah. Bottom. He said bottom. he said the bottom end. <laughs> he didn't say bottom end. Yeah. I was like, what the Oh my God. Um th- these guys' shirts looked weirdly similar. Yeah, Batista's got this sorry, new were you, shirt. Were you, where you it's done? Kinda... Were you done with the recap there? No. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's kinda brown ish like Orton's. I don't know. Yeah, like all of them. I just want him to wear his douchey clothes. He doesn't need his own shirt. They should sell, like, outfits. Buy a whole Batista douchebag outfit. On the shop. Yeah. <laughs> Dress like a douchebag. And bag. call it a douchebag yeah. outfit. <laughs> uh, Triple H laughs, and then Del Rio walks up with his neck brace and says he will break Batista's arms, not arm, both. He's going to break both of his arms. Like a little chihuahua? <laughs> at the elimination chamber. Uh, and then Batista shoves him into some equipment and just walks off. Yeah. That was the end of that segment. Uh, first thing, mm. if Del Rio's in a neck brace mm-hmm. after a week of getting slammed through a table, uh-huh. is he going to be good by Sunday, which is six days after this? Yeah, I was going to say Are that- Are we supposed to believe that he's fine? I was going to say that I don't think in since I've started watching wrestling that they've ever booked a guy going into a pay-per-view to look as weak as they've booked. Yeah, because he got pushed into the thing, and then he's selling his neck. He's like, oh. Even before he got pushed, he was, like, talking to him, and he was like, I'm going to break your arms or something. And then he's like, ugh. Yeah, because he moved his head. Because he moved his head. I was like, oh, no. And then just the way Batista kind of punks him, like, pushes him and walks off, and Del Rio doesn't do anything. I'm like, this is I would would bet my house. I would bet my house on this match. Well, that, (laughs) and it makes Batista look weak because he's beating this guy who has – Possibly a broken neck or whatever he has. Yeah, if you would have built Del Rio up, then at least you could beat him. Yeah, if beat you have him strong Batista and then to go over somebody legitimate, then he looks a lot more strong heading into that Mania match. Whereas now, if he goes through this match and it's a shitty match, which chances are it will be because Del Rio is not the most perfect wrestler in the world. Oh, he is, come on! Now you're gonna you you he well, botches well, well, well. Like Del Rio's a, a fucking motherfucker. Like a motherfucker. He's a workhorse. Uh, yeah, I think I think Del Rio is actually one botchy. of the better guys. He People, botches like crazy. Sinkara botches like crazy. Used to. And then yeah, somehow he, he stopped he, when he got that tattoo. It's like weird. a, yeah, like oh, a man, magic tattoo. A, a magic tattoo. And oh, weirdly enough, whenever EDR worked with Sinkara, he never had that tattoo really. That is strange. Yeah. He's, maybe maybe EDR isn't botchy. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he's a great wrestler. Yeah, I, I never really thought of him as botchy. Oh, we, I didn't think I was going to put AD over like that this week. <laughs> no, me neither. I came in here being like, I'm just going to let Warren rag on him. And then he said that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to just <laughs> yeah. pull it back, whoa, 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 Let's pull her back a little bit here. Um, if that match is shitty, it's because Batista is not the greatest worker yeah, in the world. Yeah, Batista didn't <laughs> hold up his end. Either way, I'm not looking forward to that match whatsoever. But the, you know what you are looking forward to? No, I'm not. Renee Young's fourth appearance okay, on Monday yes. Night Raw. I thought you were going to say Titus O'Neil versus Darren Young. I'm excited for that, actually. Titus uh, O'Neil's interviews are just splendid. Splendid! I love it. It's like an 80s character. It's like an 80s wrestling character. Just like the barking and how loud he feels he needs to be yeah. and like over-eccentric. He's doing his own what's interviews. The, uh, what's the pre-show match they announced? Ryback oh, and... Yeah. Oh, Ryback versus, versus the... Uh, Uso? No. no uh, the Rhodes Rhodes, Rhodes Brothers. Yeah. 
That's stupid. So it's kind of the stupid. Stack down playset segment. So that's the on the pre-show, but we have Titus O'Neil versus Darren Young on the pay-per-view. It's a feud. I, I, it speaks, it's a genuine it feud. To, it's a feud versus the, a, brand, a random ass match. Arguably, you if you were going to split up a tag team and have them feud, wouldn't you rather have the Rhodes brothers instead of Darren Young and Titus O'Neil? Well, I thought that was a plan. The PTP thing I, it doesn't seem me, to be what they're doing anymore. No, they're <laughs> the not breaking thing them up. Just yeah. took me out by surprise. I was like, no, Darren Young. I don't want. I don't think they should have switched those matches. I think there should be a better match on the show right. that would have bumped. I agree. That would have bumped this match, the Titus O'Neil match, down to the pre-show, and then just not have Rybaxel and on the card at all. Yeah, do anything. Pointless. Why is it there? Just to have another tag match. Yeah, get people. Pay. It is. It reeks of like okay, but then those guys. We don't have enough stuff going on right now. Well, what are like, we gonna but do? Then those guys get a pay-per-view payday as well. I don't care. Also, like every. Kickoff match is, like, worthless. They're all fucking throwaways. No, yep. but some of them have been unreal. Remember the Usos? Well, no, but generally the... they're not anything. Like, they're generally they're not a feud. Generally they're just like, eh, Dolph Ziggler versus Sandow. The Why? New Age Outlaws won the goddamn tag team titles on the pre-show okay, at the Royal true. Rumble. That's the Royal that Rumble. That's different. That's, like, on the Mania pre-show. It's that like... is the last pre-show. The last pre-show that happened was excellent. Your point is invalid. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyered. Damn. <laughs> Uh, Titus O'Neil grabs the microphone, which he's been doing in all of his interviews, which I kind of like. Uh, he says, uh, Darren Young has been a roadblock to him becoming a champion. He says he will beat Young on Sunday and everyone will have to witness the rise of Titus O'Neil. I like it. Like you say, I like his interviews where he just, he grabs the microphone, does his thing. And then he's like, another great interview, Renee, and just gives him a microphone back. It's so 80s. If you you watch Renee... If you watch Renee during her, both her interviews that I've seen her do with Titus O'Neil, she is just beaming the whole time, trying not to laugh. Like, I know. She is loving what he's putting out as there. As I would be as yeah. well. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, Titus tried to scream here and sounded just awful. Yeah, yeah. He, was, I thought that, I could beat him in a wrestling match cracking. after he screamed. Ah! <laughs> His voice was cracking like a 12-year-old kid. Uh, we go to the Wyatts taking on those Matadors with Sin Cara. And do El Torito. We, do we... Uh, no, I'm not. No, well, I'm not justifying this match with the actual breakdown of it. The Wyatt family. No, this is wins. shit. Aside from this is the first time we've seen the Matadors on Raw in a match. Long in a while, time. I yeah, feel. we. That's the same thing we said too. Was that it's been a long time. The last time I think we even saw the Matadors at all was the Rumble appearance with Dingle Nuts. Yep. The little fuck. Dingle Nuts, and that was just the bull, right? The tag yeah. team wasn't even in there. Oh, oh they, they, they came they out with Yeah, them. you're right. Okay. Uh, Bray White hits Sinkar with Sister Abigail. I was kind of hoping for another quick one like they did with Mysterio last week. The yep. running one? Uh, yeah. But they didn't, and that's fine. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, at least you don't uh, overuse it. Jay Uso taking on Billy. Oh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is a big match, isn't it? You think this is... Okay, just move on. I thought this was match of the night. Go ahead. This was match of the night? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's tough for you to get my humor when you can't see me behind the that computer. That is true. I can only <laughs> see your eyes, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Jeez, I got to shift them. I'm going to be like side to and side. you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, oh, shit, I missed a segment. That's what I thought, too. These ma- But see, there's got to be a better way to do this with the whole, like, okay, it's the go-home show. Let's just make a bunch of shitty squash matches for all our wrestlers that are in main events on the pay-per-view. Have they announced if... Like, are they defending the tag team titles at the chamber? Yes, they, yes. they, 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 they just announced announce that. that yeah. Okay, good, good. Uh, yeah, Jey Uso taking on Billy Gunn with Jimmy Uso and Road Dog on commentary, which made for very confusing. This, I, there's too much. Like, you have three guys to begin with. Add just, two more, and it's just, just like Jay, Michael Cole, 
and Road Dog talk. Yeah, they should have. They, they should just put the guests on. Because I thought they were great. They were great and have Michael Colby, the mediator, who was like, all right, let's keep it flowing. Let's call the action. Oh, let's talk about Sunday, right? When you have JBL and King in there, plus the other, uh, plus Road Dog, that's way too many cooks in the kitchen. Because JBL's just going to side with the heel, and King is just going to say stupid shit. Yeah. Or poop. We can say shit, yep. (laughs) Uh, The Usos fight off the New Age Outlaws. Oh, uh, Jey Uso wins. I don't know. Do you guys want to do notes Um, on this match? I thought the commentary was really, really good. Yeah, me too. Match. My all my notes are on the commentary. Like, I thought match. Um, Jimmy Uso on commentary was so funny, just being like, "Dude, you you're one of my favorite tag teams." Yeah, growing yeah, up. yeah, right. Just shit like that. Where well, just... and that led me to realize that their father would have been wrestling at the yeah. same time no, as yeah, these guys, no, no, right? No. But oh yeah, I remember my dad took the tag team titles off you. Yeah, that now was the... I'm gonna take the tag team titles. <laughs> that off was the you. coolest part, though, is the fact that you knew that this was actually like real. Legitimately, of course, that was a neat dynamic. My favorite part was when um, Uzo was like, "I have a question. When you say, oh, you didn't know.'" <laughs> What, what was it? What what are what was it? Like what, <laughs> what didn't we know? What didn't we know? What's the answer to that? What would yeah. you have told us next yeah. if we didn't know? That was good. I I'm, actually my only note is that the commentary is better than the match. Yeah, I did I barely I was barely more into the, the commentary. In than fact, that. when I was taking notes uh on my second viewing, I had to rewind it and watch the match separate just because I wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the ring. I was so absorbed to like yeah. trying to listen to five people on commentary. You guys, uh, are we, we're going to do predictions on... Uh, yeah, we're going to do that uh, at the end of the show. I'm uh, I'm super into the Usos right now. I like Me too. Them. Me too. Oh, I've been into the Usos for a good while. They're, well, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, they got so much momentum. They're well overdue the damn for straps. Yeah, they're well Give overdue them the for damn that. Straps. Yeah. We They've teased that. it so many times. We are saying that in the first season. Yeah, like a year ago, we've been saying that and they haven't yet to have win those Goddamn titles. Also, we were saying this a year ago, but guess what game I'm rebuying tomorrow? WWE 2K14, boys. Why are you rebuying? Rebuying? It? Why? Because I, I traded it in. Well, don't, how'd you do that? I, I regret doing it, Brad. I was talking about this earlier to Victoria. So are we actually going to play online re-buy? this time? Yeah, well, I could play online this time. Good. Warren got really mad that I never played online. <laughs> Warren got mad at me about that game, too. <laughs> I don't. Oh, really you play with the three of us can play. <laughs> I play with Victoria, and she kicks my ass all the time because she oh, only plays fuck. as Andre the Giant. No, she uses the best characters in the game. She's like, who's got the highest overalls and, like, finishers that can knock you out? So she builds bar and then just fucking, oh, she plays, like, Big Show and just knock out, punch you, like, three times. She's like, oh, I win by KO? Warren is kicking my ass 95% of the time we're playing that game, but I still manage to win roughly half the matches. We we play it on stream, (laughs) and they call her Triple triple V or Vic Flair. Because nice. she's just a big heel. All she does is win matches and shits on Vic Flair. Like Vic, Vic Flair or Triple V. I in like my Vic defense, Flair. I try and do crazy shit in yeah, the matches it, where I try true. and take you off the ladder through a table, yeah. and then you'll just fight me off and be like, oh, I win, fucker. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a ladder match. Suck it. Warren will have total control I'm trying to put He's on trying to sh- do these big spots and everything, and then I'll finally like knock him down, and I'll give him like I'll throw him out of the ring and put up the ladder and go get the thing. and just so You're trying off. to put on a show for the <laughs> yeah. fucking fans here. It's, yeah, but it's like, come on, we're going to put on a five-star match. And then Brent's like, no, I just want to win. It's a yeah, cage match. He just like immediately goes for it. You're like, it's Brent, about the paycheck. This is mania. <laughs> the fans are going to like this. And um, most of the time, I'm like, no, nah, he's not. He's just fucking with me. And yeah. then he wins. I'm like, you asshole. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you think Brent is going to give you a false finish? <laughs> the, like, thing, oh, the thing is, gotta, is that it's... going to lead the fans on. I mean, it's a great match if you're the one doing all the spots. That's but true. for me, I was like, <laughs> I just want this match fuck to end. This. And if I can manage <laughs> to get the title with me, then that's just a bonus. What a great game. I'm excited. You let me know, and as soon as you pick that up. 
We'll get some games. In. We'll play it. I, that means you know I gotta what? hook we up my 360 again. Online, debatably. We should just just come over. We'll play some games. Why'd you unplug your 360? You don't have. You only got the one port in your. Well, TV? because I thought that I could plug it in. I didn't count how many plugins are on the Xbox One. Right. And I thought you know, I could Xbox do. Xbox One. Yeah. I wow, you didn't I tell could, me about that. Look, I'm coming over to play Killer Instinct. I don't have it. I'll buy you it. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah, well, you can actually get it for free, but you only get like one character. No, fuck that. I'm buying every character. Dude, I don't know what that KI. is. It's a fighting game. Fighting game. Oh. Rebirth of KI. Dude, I, come uh, on. I bought what, it because it said one? free. I bought So do I. I bought it because, I bought it, because I it said free. It was like, I was like, Killer Instinct's free. I don't even care what it is. It's free. I'm going to yeah. download it. I'm looking for games for my new Xbox. And then I played it, and I was like, okay, there's one guy. And then they're like, yeah, you just buy, buy it for 20 bucks. I was like, no. <laughs> See, yeah, that's this is why that model. This is something that I used to do on my other podcast. But yeah, uh, that price modeling is dumb. They'd be like, if they're like WWE, but you can only play as Cena and Orton. If you want to play as everybody else, that's a dollar. But you know what? I mean, that wouldn't be bad. It, it, you could treat it, it like endless. a demo. If it like was endless. They just kept putting out characters. Well, no, just, just like okay, that, it's not like I'm going to yell at them for not giving me everyone when I don't pay a dime for it. I guess. But and then, how will you know the matchups? There is no matchups. It's it's whatever guy they give me against whatever oh, guy really? they give me. Yeah. What if you put you can't play online then, can you? No, I no. That's oh fuck. I and you can only game. like at least like why don't you give two people? Give me two people, and then me and my buddy can go and fight those same two people. But I got to be like me, and then another version of that same guy fighting each other. <laughs> it's just Jago too, probably. I I don't know. Yeah, I I played it once. Okay, back to Ryan Ross. Saxton. That's the video game hour. Brian Saxton. Brian, but it's Byron. I called him Baxton before Seamus said his name. I put on my notes, I was like, Baxton interview with Seamus. And then Seamus is like, well, Byron. I was like, oh, his name's Byron. called Baxter Stockman (laughs) from Baxton. Do you guys know who that is? No. He is an old 80s Ninja Turtles character. Oh, yeah, he's that fly. Yeah, he's a fly guy. I remember him from Turtles in Time. Yeah, Turtle Time, great game. Man, we're all about the video games today. <laughs> so he interviews Seamus, and that's like the only guy Byron gets to interview right now. Good, he's not ready. Yeah, that's true, because that's what he did he's uh, probably last buddies. week, too. Yeah, it's just like, oh, and on SmackDown. Which is funny, because Seamus is very white. And he's very dark? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, he's, he's, he might ivory. actually be African-American. I feel like they just gave this one. They were like, true. Renee, <laughs> Renee, can you do a six interview today? And she was like... No, no, I need to go to catering yeah, now. Dear God, like, stop working me. Yeah, they're like, no, no, because immediately Seamus comes out for his match after this, right? So it would have been the exact same thing. They're like, Renee, and she's like, no, no, I need foods. I got to eat. Do you, know, do you know how I pictured it? Seamus is just not over enough to do an interview with Renee. That's how <laughs> I like to think about it. Like, I like it. You only, like, Renee, Renee only interviews the A-listers. <laughs> and Titus like, I like how Renee immediately was just like, she came in and was like, yeah, I'm the fucking main interviewer now. Step yeah. aside, Josh Matthews. You bitch. Uh, Seamus says everyone in the chamber is showing, uh, he's going to show everyone in the chamber his aggressive side. He says some people prefer his aggressive side and that tonight he has the antidote for the Viper. Blunt force trauma. Good. Just blow. This is like the Irish, uh, like with the sticks, right? The is that, is, that, is that a thing or is that just in Simpsons where they hit the snakes with the... Uh, Whacking day? Yeah. That's probably just Simpsons. <laughs> no, I doubt that's Irish, a real right? thing. We need to have a real whacking isn't day. Isn't there snake Maybe it's in? a real thing. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Shame is taking on Orton in the main event, which kind of was... like it, You can't not have it as the main event of the go-home show for Raw because it's your champion, mm. but coming off of the Cena-Cesaro match, um, 
I don't know. It, this would have been mm. this would have been perfect if they flipped those two. Yes, absolutely. But you can't, and yeah, I get why yeah. you did it, and that's yeah. fine. It and just kind of felt it with a, like a weird taste in your mouth. This match wasn't the... even bad. It was just the entire time I was like, well, this is not as good as the other one. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, you got notes? I have actually zero notes on this match. Me neither. Uh, Don't care. Somehow, yeah. Sad to say, like, I think Sheamus shouldn't have been the last guy to face. Yeah, that was weird That's booking. weird booking. Like, Cena... You know what would have been crazy Cena or Brian. is if they save Cesaro for Monday and he win, he gets that win on the go-home show. That would have yeah, been Yeah, that would have been huge. The thing is, is you could do Cesaro, but maybe you just didn't know if they were going to buy it. Like, like You also could have done the – have Orton lose to everyone and then destroy Christian on the go-home show. That's true. But then – I wish they would have just gone out and done, had him go 0-5. If you're gonna do, yeah, I agree. If you're gonna do then, one and four, then do a, a then five. it's just like why the fuck is Christian in this match? Like you couldn't have found anybody else to be in that spot that wouldn't have lost. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, uh, Sheamus uh, sets up for the brogue uh, at the end of the match. Shield attacks him to cause the disqualification. So, Shield out of nowhere. Yeah, authority driven. Yep. I guess so. I got, I got notes on that. I got I got notes on everything. Uh, this was the second straight week with a table break, which was yeah, good. yeah. Do you think? And that table almost didn't break. That table it was stood close. for about two seconds before it all fell apart like a house of cards. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Shield comes in, attacks him. Cena and Brian rush down to the ring, followed by Cesaro. Who Cesaro like? He, he, they never showed him running he to the ring. He just kind of was in the ring all of a sudden. As I'm like, if oh, from nowhere. Okay, <laughs> Cesaro from the audience. I think that's just a technical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't trying to hide him. They just didn't catch him running, probably because he's quicker than they would assume, maybe. Yeah, he's fast. Like Nagile Cat. Uh, then the Wyatt family music hits. Three men appear in the ring when the lights come back on. Uh, they stand off with the shield again, and the whole time I'm standing there, they're sitting there with Brando. I'm like, no, 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 no. And then it happened, but because it happened in the circumstance that it did, I'm. Didn't Quick affect me at oh, all. Yeah. Looking forward to this match, I'm still jacked for it. And and I think that's what I was gonna say is I'm. It didn't take down my how I, much I'm hyped for the match, but it got just a massive pop from the crowd. So you're good winning. For, you're good winning for the that local battle. arena, right? Yeah. Um, I got. Uh, I thought it was really cool with that whole big brawl thing because it reminds you. It kind of reminded me like. First of all, like Scotty said, I was like, okay, the Shield are still kind of in with the authority. We can't forget about that. It's just not them and the Wyatts. And then it also kind of re- reminded me, is like, the Wyatts are still, like, bad on Cena, too, which I totally also forgot about. So it was good that they had this and be like, all these guys still have kind of a secondary connection that's probably going to play into the Mania push. Like, it's going to go Cena-Wyatts after this, obviously. And then I wonder what the Shield does. Because they're still playing the authorities' lapdogs, so. Also, I like that, like, during this giant brawl, you had, like, Ro- uh, Rollins and Sheamus were both punching, like, Luke Harper. And it was just, like, yeah. like Royal Rumble Strange feel. It was just, like, yep. uh, F yep. it. Like, hey, we got to punch this guy, man. <laughs> yeah, and that's how they go off the air is with this big brawl. Not a bad way to send it off. Yeah. Keeps you hyped for your two like biggest they, event, two big matches. Yeah. It feels like they do that a lot, though. 
that brawl with it's participants. It's an easy way and, out, yeah. Especially coming off the Royal Rumble, because the Royal Rumble, I expect right. it on the go-home show. Like, oh, we're going to end with the big everyone Which in the ring. is a problem in and of itself that you have the Royal Rumble where it's a match with all these guys in the ring, and then you have the Elimination Chamber where it's a match with a bunch six of guys, guys in, in the ring. ring. Yeah. So you and kind of have that same feel to it. We've touched on it a bunch of times, but there's just it this is the worst spot for, it this, is. for this pay-per-view to be in. Cut the chamber, flip it with... Money in the bank. It's yeah, so perfect. Great. It's so perfect. You get then you got your you got your money in the bank winner. And then you still have in the your... shadows at Mania. And then you can name a number one contender real early in the year, even if you don't want to put the title in that match, yep. then and then you still have your gimmick match in the summer with the chamber moving but into August. In as long as that match is in February, I am almost never going to believe that the champion will lose. Agreed. Because they need because... to build something from well, the Royal Rumble. As soon as you know who the Royal Rumble winner is you can usually tell who they're going to be going against. Right, yeah. Based true. on either but, who it is at the time, who it, the champion is at the time, or who's in the match at the at the chamber. Right, but even if we want to do that, you still want that January month to build that feud. And you can't really build that feud between the Royal Rumble winner. You want him to start feuding with the guy he's going to be wrestling at Mania, right? Yeah. And if that's a different guy in January than it is in February, then it kind of buggers everything up. Agreed. Uh, I like this show. Eight out of ten for me. 7 out of 10 for me. 7 out of 10 for me? Yeah, it would have been 6 were it not for the Cesaro-Cena match. Yeah, mine would have been probably 5. Two points by itself right there. Still um, not that great of a go-home show, but we've had way worse. Yeah. and so. this I'm so excited for this pay-per-view. Man, this, this next week is going to be great. We got pay-per-view, which is going to be awesome, and then Raw is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. Brother. Yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. It's gonna, well, that's, the, is that when, that's when they're launching, right? They, well, technically, like, everything goes live after. It launches in the morning, as in you can sign up and get all registered right. and all that shit. But it's when Raw goes off but the air? But after it goes off the air, yes. And that's when they're going to... I think they're going to fuck with us in that Taker comes out right at the end of the show next week. Yeah, those fuckers. They are going to do that. Picks up the and does his... Oh, if you want to see what he's going to say, go to the network. And it's just like, fuck. I would... Like, yeah, I, I, I 100% would pay for this thing in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, and but I can't. I can't. I there's no way around it. I cannot get this thing. It's Fuck fucking this. brutal, and I know they're gonna do that. And it's it, we're not the only ones. It's as far as I know, the network is only available in the states. Yep, yeah. you, the so UK, Australia be, is getting it even later than we are. Exactly. So they're going to be giving this Undertaker, if they're doing this, obviously, they're going to be giving this Undertaker to their U.S. audience and flipping off everyone else, saying, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. And, and even if they're not this. doing the Undertaker thing, they I can almost guarantee you they're doing something on that kind of side of things where they're right. like, oh, you, you, those of you who have the, the network, you guys are in for something great here. And those of you that don't, well, you know what? You should probably get it. I'll be like, yeah, Michael Cole, take my money. <laughs> here. I can see Brando getting a picture with Michael Cole. Throw it, throw it. Just looking at him standing right now. Can you see him standing with Michael Cole putting an arm around him? Yeah. Him and Randy. Man, you know what would be a not bad Halloween costume for you? Michael Cole. JR. Yeah! JR? Holy shit, yeah. you could be JR. Pull up, get a cowboy hat. Yeah. You'd have to learn how to talk out of the side of your mouth, sort of. But I don't know. You could pull it off. Yeah. I don't think you need to go the the offensive route. The, with the it. only thing, the only reason I'm against Vince did it. The only reason I'm against like a yeah, JR thing great. is that's not going to pick up with anyone. Right. Who's you, not a you're just gonna, oh, you're a cowboy or yeah. something. If I was going to do that, well, I, I would know, do... you'd be the cutest cowboy ever. Andy was a cowboy last year. I was Buzz Lightyear. He was Woody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, or you? I was Ham? a cow. 
Were you ham from? Oh yeah, I showed that cow picture. Well, we to all we my told friends. we told Warren after we we're like, damn, you should have been ham. I like, know. Yeah, you've been the great opportunity ham. missed. Or Mr. Um, Potato Head. Yep, that would have been, been great. Mr. Potato Head too, because you're lumpy. And my ears happen to pop off. All those, <laughs> all, that weird. All those tumors on your body. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> okay, let's do predictions. Okay, take okay. us through the card. You got okay. the take card in front card. of you? No, absolutely not. I thought you had that. Oh, oh, hang on. I'm, I'm still on the website though. Don't. You know his homepage is WWE. Let me okay, well, let's start with the pre-show match. Rye Axel taking on Rhodes, Rhodes brothers. brothers. I got the Rhodes brothers. Agreed. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say them, too. I yeah, guess. we all got Rhodes. I don't they, really they, think that's a... Both those teams are cold as hell. Like, Ryback's just jobs, and the Rhodes brothers, I think they're done with the Rhodes brothers. Ooh, Ryback's new singlet that you texted us with the keyboard on yeah. it. Yeah, that was cool. Me likey. Yeah, like the internet warrior, as I like it. that gimmick. I don't know why he's still with Axel, though. He, like, he should be doing his troll gimmick by himself. I Do you think. think he has a choice if he's with Axel Well, right no, I didn't, no, I don't think so, because I don't I want to be in a singles match tonight. Yeah, we got you booked with Axel. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I'm going to, these are uh, not in a very good order on the website, but I'm going to try and give them some sort of ascending order in terms of importance. We're going to start with Darren Young versus Titus O'Neil. I got D-Young, baby. Zero days off. Titus. I got got Titus, too. I think think Titus is going up and Darren Young is going nowhere. D-Young! Going down. Oh, on a man. That's um, oh, totally inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not in a bad way. He likes doing that. It's a positive thing. Maybe he's true. not the mother. Maybe he's always the rece- or the receiver. Maybe you see. can't just take. Smith, you're Mr. No Days Off. You can't. What, let me let me is. ask you. Do you just take? Sometimes, sir. No, no. sometimes is not always. Yeah, so there no, you go. It's, it's a mutual thing. Oh, I got invited to D and D night. I don't know what that is. Dungeons Next Dragons. Dungeons Dragons? Oh, okay. Nerd. <laughs> I've never played that ever. Fuck you. Yeah, I actually, you dress up? What? You no. Get to, like, <laughs> no, I just sit and, no, I just sit and roll dice, man. I'd actually, like, I, I would drink play. beer while I, I would, too, if someone wanted if to I walk had enough me time through it. To it and if yeah. I could drink a little bit of booze. I could walk you guys <laughs> who are playing D&D. Yeah, with a lot of booze. Okay, next match. Okay, okay, next match. Let's go with uh, WWE Tag Team Champions, New Age Outlaws versus De Usos. Oh, that's tough. I got Te Usos. I'm going to take Tay Usos. They finally get the straps at Elimination Chamber to go into some crazy main event, or not main event, some crazy match at Mania with the straps, and they defend. That That's a good point, because they, they deserve the high-flying thing. They, they can it. pull off a great match and That would be something great at the Mania. beginning of the card. I just, I don't know if they, yeah, that's tough. I'm going to say Usos. I'm going to say they retain. I'm going to say Usos, too. I've always thought that New Age Outlaws were just kind of a transition, a heel transition from they're, the face They're a three-week champion, champion kind yeah. of guy. I almost want to see the payoff at Mania for the Usos, though. Like, it's not that they don't deserve it, and it's not that I'm really enjoying the New Age Outlaws run as champions, but I feel like I want the pay uh, the payoff at Mania. Yeah, I, you know what I like in Mania? I like when they put the te- tag team titles up in like a like a four. Yeah, team that's match. what I'm talking about. The yeah. Usos will go in. 18. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Where the Usos will go 18. in and defend on like a four corner style tag team, where there's going to be like six tags in there. Yeah, okay. I agree. Uh, let's go Intercontinental Champion, Big E versus Jack. Big E. Jack. Jack Swagger. I, which I think is dumb, Just a transition for something between him and Cesaro. Yeah, I think that's... A split where maybe Cesaro gets that strap in the end. Yeah, I, well, and yeah, I think I think the whole big tear apart is going to happen with Cesaro not leaving his champion and Jack Swagger leaving his champion. And then Cesaro splits from them, and the match at Mania is for the Intercontinental Champion, Chip... Intercontinental <laughs> Championship between 
Cesaro, or no, with, between Swagger with Coulter in his corner and Cesaro with, with the real American in his corner. And then he comes out in a red and yellow singlet. Brother. That's great. That's going to happen. Mark it. Write it down. Okay, next match. Okay, let's go with the Shield versus the Wyatt family. This one I should have done second last, but. I got Wyatt's. I also have Wyatt's, and I'm actually way more sure about that than I wish I was. Mm -hmm. I wish they had hit it better, but I think it's going to be the Wyatt's. I think it's going to be Wyatt's, too, and I think this is going to be something to really elevate them again because it's been a while since they've had something where you've gone, shit, this Wyatt's. This is going to be the split of the shield, I think. And they're going to need that elevation because the plan is to have Bray take on Cena at Mania. Yeah. Mm. So you're going to need something big to happen unless maybe Cena comes in and interferes with their match somehow. Humor me, boys. Humor me. If the shield splits, who's the initiator? Who like who's I like the first your, guy to say fuck you? I yeah. like your Rollins idea. Yeah, I me do. Too. That makes a lot of sense, and I never really thought about it before. But it the way they've been, WWE, it's so eh? good if it happens, Robin. <laughs> and that's that's like that the kind swerve, of reaction, yeah, right? Yeah. If we're going on basic booking, it's going to be Ambrose. Yeah, think, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say if it's basic, I'd love to see just like. Roman Reigns, nobody sees it. He's like an anti-hero kind of guy. Spears both of them, and he just stands there, and he's like, fist I think down. least possible option is Reigns. Me too. I don't think that's going to happen. Because oh, okay. they're going to want to push him as a Well, face, at least right? I humored you. There's only three though. options. Yep. Thank you so, for humoring I mean, There's me. always going to be one. Gentlemen, now, boys, potential match of the year, Batista versus Alberto <laughs> Del Rio, one of the best workers in the WWE at this time. Batista? Batista. Yeah, okay. We'll yeah. Take Batista. Just skip that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> Batista, unanimous. Yeah. The uh, I'm gonna say Batista just in case. Um, you don't want to hurt for the your points. Record, yeah, for the record, for the record. Yeah, you don't want to hurt your points. Uh, uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship Elimination Chamber match. Go, Orton. Orton. Cena. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sure. Uh, hey, you know what? Yeah, I, would, I would pop. I guess because you I'm, never know. I'm super. I want See, that strap off. The thing Randy. is, the more I look at this, it's not taking down my excitement for the match. But the more I'm looking at these, I'm like, I'm very confident in a lot of these. Like my two favorite matches, I almost know the finish in my yeah. opinion. Like, yeah, that's. Remember true. last year's Elimination Chamber? Randy Orton laid in a pod for fucking 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And we stayed okay. the whole time he was in the pod. Swagger like, won that fucking thing. Yeah. We. The We've people. had a full year of Zeb Coulter. Yeah. What a year it's been. It's you didn't year. like him at first either. Yeah. I, I, did, I didn't like him at but all. But I love. Yeah. So what are you thinking of me? I love no, he didn't like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't a big fan at first. The, the, the gimmick Edgy they were racism. going with at first. It wasn't defined It wasn't yet. working. Yeah. Like, it wasn't no, working. Zeb's made it his own. I agree. Yeah. Dutch Mantel is a creative genius for some of the stuff he's come up with. Yes. All right. There's that. Wait. Last pick. Who's the first guy eliminated? Uh, Christian. Just in case we need a tiebreaker. Uh, I, I know that seems too easy. You're going to say Christian? Yeah, that seems too easy, but I'm like, who are they going to like? Who are they going to pin before him? Who are they going to make look that weak? Okay, we got it's gotta be Christian, Sheamus. Sheamus, Randy Orton, Cesaro, and Cena. I'm going to go with Sheamus, actually. That's the I'm gonna only say, one I'm that also going to go I'm going to say that the first two is Brian and Sheamus, and Brian beats Sheamus really quick. The only... Um, like, a la the Mania. Mania. Yeah. The only reason I'll say they might keep Christian in is the same reason why I think they turn Christian heel is because I think the balance is way off for face heels. So um, if they eliminate him, they only got one more heel in the match. Unless, yeah. well, I, guess Cesaro, I guess Cesaro is technically a heel, but he doesn't feel like a heel. No, he doesn't not feel at all like a heel, wrestling. but I'm sure his character is supposed to be. 
Okay, roll that rim. Oh, Those yeah. rims. This is the oh, you're a teeth guy, hey? That's I don't know. I could never do the teeth thing. I'm a big teeth guy. Bothers too. me. I like the fingers. You get right under there and you whoop. Toothed aggression. Uh, please play again. Yeah. Was that the real one or the bonus one? Blue's bonus, I think, right? Oh, it's the bonus one. Okay. Well, you did it backwards, so you fucked up. No, that's. No, you always do the real one first, and then the bonus. It's like a superstition. They've only had this for one year. It's a superstition. It's been going on for like under a week. (laughs) Like four days. As soon as I found out, I was like, "Uh, can you pick up coffee on your way home? I'm on the edge here. I really want to know. Fuck, if you win money or something, we're getting drunk tonight. Oh, won something, boys. Uh Uh-oh. Win. Donut. Mm, cafe, that's got to be a coffee. Yeah, coffee. Nice. you're so good at drinking coffee that you want another coffee. Hang on, nice it might work. be a coffee cup full of money. <laughs> a coffee, coffee or a latte. Ooh, a latte. I'm going to get a coffee. Yeah, no doubt. Good. I so might then, get that on the way home. Good. And then maybe next week you'll win something else and you'll continue the streak. Oh. Who will defeat the streak? Ooh. <laughs> Can't be done. If CM Punk couldn't do it. All right. Well, that's... Uh, Spanish announce table Do I have anything for else to another ask you week. Guys? Do I have anything else to ask you guys? Don't think so. I'd like to go watch a hockey game. Me too. That we're an hour late for. Yeah, plus travel time. That game's going to be cock-sucking over. Yes, sir. You, can edit it. Um, you guys are getting drunk afterwards at it. Hmm? Are you guys getting drunk? I can't. Why? Oh, I yeah. can't drink. Anything? No. What about vodka waters? No. Really? It's toxins, man. I, dr- I, haven't, like, I don't drink anything right now. Because during the night I watch the Olympics. Yeah. So. Oh my goodness. Short of a couple beers during the hockey game, I don't drink a thing. Because they've taken my nights away, Sochi. Sochi's thinking, but it's almost done. It's almost done. And yep. there's like nothing going on tomorrow that I care about. So. Bobsled. Uh yeah, but only the first two runs. That's so true. Not, it's not uh, even the yeah. yeah. There's some like uh the, the what do they when they go down the hill slalom on the snowboards they race each other. Uh yeah. There's some more of that going on. Good. Uh, I got one more thing to plug. I did, uh, well, actually, coming up this week, I was on Drew Dalby's podcast. He's got oh. a podcast called Off the Off Mike Podcast is what it's called. Um, he recently just did one with Arda Ocal as well. Oh, really? Formerly of nice. the score, at all, actually. Uh, big wrestling nerd, now of the Weather Network, and ours will be up Really? That's Wednesday. where Arda Ocal went? Yeah. The Man, what? I feel bad with all time that I debated. The Weather with, Network. I debated with shit talked him. <laughs> You only use that once. So yeah, uh, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, mine will be up. Uh, just search "Off Mic Podcast" on iTunes. As well, oh. subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah, and uh, rate and subscribe. Well, rate, I guess you just said rate and review. Rate review. That's review. the word I was looking. That's for. the word we love. We love um, all our written reviews. The song that's taken us out today is "O Canada" by Classified. Because damn it, we're better than the Americans. But are we better than woo. the Swedes? Woo! Give me a woo hoo. Oh, I almost did it. I was like woo hoo. <laughs> woo hoo. Yes. Yes. Woo hoo. Yes. Woo hoo. <laughs> that All was right. me. That was me right after All the right. win. Good. So until next time, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at scottbox64. You can follow me at brando1990 at the Diesel Barris Scotty. Take us home. Until next time, guys. I don't have a heel with them this week, so just suck it. Woo! I told this guy where I was from. He said, oh, Canada. Kind of laughs it off. It was funny, huh?
bars, trans Canada cross, patriotic and a honor with my hand on my heart, from the greatest of lakes, to the greenest of greens, to the rockiest mountains and everything in between, oh Canada, oh you're no fan of us, cause a movie and TV shows are so amateur, yeah we laugh it off, that don't really bother me, look we ain't serious unless we really gotta be, humorous attitudes like kids in a hall, the Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, how we claiming them all, it's a great white north, I'm on the funniest actors, the front of the joke with an abundance of laughter, the red and white flag, keep it high, keep it visual, people say Canada gets stereotypical, think we finish every sentence with buddy or bye, and if it ain't that, it's either dude A or guy, yeah we consider it people, and smoke a marijuana, we consider it legal, still doing rap like the 1990s, but that's how we like it, off time and grimy, yeah, I know where I'm from and I told you before, north of America, hard to ignore, every time I go away, I tell them for sure, I'm from Canada, oh, 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 Canada, I've been around the globe and heard the confusion Honestly, a lot of y'all are ignorant and stupid Yes, we have microwaves, TVs, and cell phones Unintelligent fuck, we invented the telephone We made Yahtzee, the light bulb, hockey And bred the greatest players, Gretzky to Crosby We all got at least one drink and buddy And after one drink, all of us think we're funny A national mascot's a damn beaver Oh Canada, we love our beaver Home of Hells Angels and RCMP Home of Gordon Lightfoot and SCTV The Underground Railroad George St. Pierre right here is where we call home A healthcare system, y'all know it's free Keep a girl banging with a full mouth of teeth I won't even get into the music industry They say hip-hop is dead, nah, it's up north with me I can do this all day, it's a part of my routine But supper's almost done, and tonight Routine? Yeah, I know where I'm from and I told you before of America, hard to ignore. Every time I go away, I tell them for sure. I'm from Canada, oh, 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 Canada. I'm from the East Coast of Canada, oh, 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 oh Canada. I'm from the East, East, East Coast. <laughs> don't, 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 don